0: Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Pastor John, and we discuss what it's like for pastors and preachers to attend a service as a congregant. We also discuss this week's messages in our series entitled Slowing Down. We hope you enjoy the conversation. once again everybody welcome back to armchair preaching uh, this is episode number 64 64 today's a little different because typically what we would have is the two preachers and sometimes a third person talking about the sermons from that week Rebecca preached in classic this past Sunday uh, which meant John was just got to be a participant a, okay. a, a congregant this week uh, but now Rebecca's out on vacation this week while we're recording this and rather than trying to double things up i thought we you know be good idea for us just to continue on we'll talk about the messages again encourage everybody to listen to both messages because we were kind of tackling the same passages of scripture but one of the things john uh and I appreciate you taking time when you probably weren't planning on taking it this week because Rebecca was 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 scheduled up. Uh, but because you and I last week, I got to be a congregant here yeah. at FPC, not preaching, not assisting anywhere. You got to do the same thing yeah. this week, and I thought it would be good for us to help people understand what it's like for pastors and preachers when we are congregants, whether it's in our our own congregation. Or we go and we visit another church, and and how? What are the mental and emotional and spiritual things that go through us as we're? Yeah. Well, so it's, how it's different? What yeah. was your experience like this yeah. week? Just in general, and,
1: and in general, what's your what what's your experience like when you visit other churches? You know, it, remi- it reminds me of uh, people who every now and then, if we bring somebody up on the platform who hasn't who's not normally up on the platform, they're going to introduce something or whatnot, and they will say, "What a different experience it is." Just, just to stand up there and look out and just say something to to the crowd is such an incredibly different. And you don't really think about it because you know yeah. if you're coming into worship, you just you just come into worship. You don't think about that until you're up there. Likewise the question your question is when we're sitting in the in the crowd and and that's all we're doing that day it it's, is a different experience that's
0: not the norm
1: it's not the for norm us. for us the yeah. norm for us is to think yeah. through what's happening and what's coming up and what's going to happen you know and try and because you and I do this, do this very similarly we're trying to listen for what's happening during the service it's happen and, and in, in classic it's the same way in classic and in, and in, and in, we're trying to listen to, to elements that are happening in the service and we weave those together in in when we stand up to speak and when we say our parts, when we we come to a certain part in, this, in the sermon or when we we're gonna pray or whatnot. And none of that is on our mind. Yeah. That wasn't on my mind when when I was there. Yeah, I, it was it was refreshing in the in the sense that I'm I I didn't um need to. i was put it that way. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a privilege to do, it, but it's, you didn't need to think about it because there's nothing you're going to do. The only thing, I, I did find myself thinking, well, if something ever were to, were to happen in this moment, it, like last week, if I would have, you know, fallen and broken my arm or something yeah. like that, Zach would have just jumped up there. Yeah, he, he was, he he was on standby right, right there. Right there. Yeah. I'm up there at right, jump in like that. Short of that, though, it is a, it's just a great experience to be able to go into, I really felt like I was in receive... Mode—that's the mm. wrong posture for worship in general. But just the, 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 in the contrast yeah. with the uh, being the sort of the, the, the a, an agent who, who f- helped facilitate the worship of the people of God—I was not that. So I was just—I was in just the worship of God crowd. Does that makes yeah, sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, last week ago I was in that same position, and I, I purposely. So this last week when I came in, I purposely sat in a place I don't sit. And because my my posture going into a worship service when I'm not participating as a leader in that service gets very hands on. Like I I start to become like I I start to feel like I have to be a leader in that moment. Like I gotta check on you know the band or check on the assistant or check on the tech crew. And if I'm so I have I. Consciously have to change up my pattern, even where I sit, and so yeah. especially when it's being a congregant in my congregation, like here at FPC, right. uh, I I found last week was was a unique experience for me because I was able to shut off the 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 need or the, the knee jerk sort of reaction to step in, in a leadership position. I don't know why it was a, I was in a more of a prayerful mode. I think I had practiced a little bit what we've been preaching in terms of even that morning slowing down. I had, I had gotten up early, but not rushed out the door, not thinking through, Oh, I could do X, Y, and Z, but just sat in more of a, a devotional mindset and prayerful mindset out on my back porch. I came in, uh, to the, 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 building to to teach agape but I didn't come in two hours early I came in 15-20 minutes early to make sure everything was set up so that I was just in a lot more of a better posture to worship that's not always the case right, right. <laughs> you know? well the
1: other thing that was different for you actually, actually for you and me this week is that we didn't have our families with us yes mm-hmm. like Julie and the kids weren't there last week yeah, and Marley they... was there with me for mm-hmm. for the part of the, our, our six year old mm-hmm. granddaughter was there for part of it but then she we, she left to go to, to kids church yeah so, uh, so that's different, too, not yeah. having your spouse and your family next to you as yeah. well.
0: Do you find it's different when you go to other churches, churches that you're not familiar with, and you're not going to go back the next week? Like like next Sunday, you know, this Sunday coming up, you're going to be here at FPC. You'll right. be in the classic service, but you'll be here in in the building the set. the relationships that you you know talked through this you know, or that you you know people that you engaged with this past Sunday you'll engage with them again this Sunday there's a relational do you find it's different if you're going to other churches where you know you you don't have a relationship with any yeah. of the people do you have a different mindset I, I when do you go I,
1: in? I do I'd lo- I'd love to say that I go into those churches and I just really kind of see myself and and find myself as a as any one of the other members of the church and just experiencing giving of in in worship and all I'd love to say that that's my entire experience what's more likely than not true is that I'm still analyzing yeah. and I'm still thinking and I'm still you know the joke is that the you know, when when one preacher hears another preacher preach they'll say I would have done it better or I'm totally going to steal that <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's exactly. one of the one of the other I would have done it with, yeah. as opposed to I receive that Word from the Lord. So uh, I don't think it's quite like that, but I definitely am looking, oh, yeah. taking in sensory data, taking it all in, and making some decisions. And there's a little part of me is always saying, What am I taking away from this that I'm going to take back oh, to yeah, my absolutely.
0: church? 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's how I am 100% of the time. I remember when, and, and this I think is the case, this is the way a pastor's families tend to look at churches as well too. I know Julie uh, she's a she's a pastor's kid, grew up in the church, knows, you know, the the old the old cliche. She knows how the sausage is made kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So and still when, comes back. And That's still it. comes back. So when when we were in college, she and I had a, a extremely difficult time going to other churches because we we constantly were analyzing unpacking not for our own discipleship but from the standpoint of why did you think they did it like this why you know just kind of like you said the word is analyze it you know you analyze it and maybe that's the positive way of saying sometimes we critique it you (laughs) criticize it (laughs) you criticize it but also how man? you know i love how they did this what you know what 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 can we do back can, in the can, home office do, you can know? you think of
1: a time though can, can have you gone into churches though where you where you have experienced the the the, the typical life of a worshipper in that just you were just that you were, your your analytical yeah. brain or your critical brain was not really fully like there but you were really more a worshipper in the moment
0: yeah no the so I can, and, and it was uh, the last time outside of FPC because last week I really do feel like I got because there was a lot more intentionality. I think you know, just before we hit record, we had to be very. We talked about this intentionality uh, of not going into worship here at our at our home church with this sort of critical kind of i don't say critical but just the, the the need to serve the need to but just to be a congregant to be a part of the worshiping community um but the last time outside FPC where that was the case was uh, a few years ago when I was in Oxford. Um, I made the choice to go out a couple of days early. I had a, I had class at Oxford, and I'm, I went a few days early so that I could worship at C.S. Lewis's church. Uh, it's it's Holy Trinity, Headington Quarry. It's a tiny parish, and I was able to get into that mode very, very quickly after I Kind of geeked out on the fact that I was sitting in the same pew that C.S. <laughs> Lewis would worship in, but because it was because it was an Anglican church, because it was such a vastly different tradition and such a vastly different worship style, there's very little that I looked at and said, "Yeah, this is going to fit at FPC Lakeland." You know that that uh, everything from the the preaching to the sacrament to the music to everything. I was able to just to be a new person in that congregation, and I did. I mean, I did the whole shebang. You know, I met people. I went to the, and I'm not an extrovert, but I went to the 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 coffee family they hour had a, a, open that day. You yeah, did. so I, I did I did their thing. I got to talk to the to the uh, to the vicar and just be kind of that congregant. Yeah. It was I, I I texted Julie that you know, that next day. You know, just saying how different it was, and but how being with the body of believers in a different country in a different tradition but the same jesus was so That's powerful so powerful what, yeah. what what about you
1: john yeah no i, well, I just I, I had similar things and, and i i'm like you I, I think i've had to go to to answer that question of have i been just present and not trying to lead something or take something that i'll take back to the church when has that happened it's probably in, in another country yeah you know, I can think of being in in in, Karamalaza in the central Central Madagascar, or in Tula, this was city south of Moscow, and being in worship there. And those are the times where I've be, I was just sort of present mm-hmm. in, in in the in the moment and not feeling anything that I would need to take away from something or analyze this for good, bad, or indifferent, or or what I'm going to bring back to the church with me. It's just there to be a a worshiper, um, and it makes me think. Uh, uh, how important it is for you and me to do to have that more of that.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: and I, I think the disruption to
0: the expected kind of worship style. I think maybe that that was part of it for me too, because I I felt like a fish out of water at. I I think I had been to one Episcopal church here in the United States before that one Episcopal service. So the up and the down and the three different books that they give you yeah, <laughs> for that, yeah. but there was something. Oddly comforting Sacred. about that, yeah, there was something really mm. comforting about that, and i and as I'm thinking about it it when I've gone to to other churches and congregations here locally or in the United States, there's a lot of similarities between even across denominations yeah. it really
1: is, and so I think We there's sort of a, know what to expect in, in, yeah in, in most in most of them and i know we're I know we're talking about how that we we probably should have more of that and yeah. more of those type of experiences, but I'd say on the other on the other hand, you and I are called to be leaders yeah we have been called into a position not set above we've been set apart for a particular work and part of that work means that we are we are about that's part of the why this whole armchair preaching podcast exists we yeah. are about the craft of the work of the art of the mm-hmm. skill of the 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 ministry of mm-hmm. the proclaimed word of God mm-hmm. and if we're not Constantly trying to refine that and think through that, I think that that would be that would be a shame. That would be, that would be a neglect yeah. of our duties at that point. I, I think so too. And
0: and and it's it's I, I think about the the mantle of service. Yeah, it is a mantle. It's and so there is a fundamental and this is this is not to to have a this is not to spin it negatively it's not negative but there is a there is a burden right there are certain things that in the good sense of the word in a good it, it is a the good sense of the word that's yeah. been given to us by god in the sense right. of privilege burden it, yes yeah, a privilege burden exactly and because of that there are certain things that we sacrifice as individuals and as families that other people don't you know we, yeah. we and, and and it's it's incumbent it's I, incumbent upon us yeah to figure out how to fill the gaps there in a different way. But it is a different way. Yeah. You know, where we where we talk about people, um, and this Sunday's a, a prime example, where we talk about people gathering together as the body of believers and how important that is, we believe that for ourselves. But when we gather together with other believers from FPC Lakeland, we are not the, we we are not above more or, or superior but they look at us differently right. so any room you go into john any group that you join the temperature of the room is going to change slightly because you're there yeah same with me yeah. same same with same with seal i imagine same yeah. with with julie or or the kids the temperature of the room changes and so the gathering of the saints gets a little bit trickier for us
1: yeah right and i and, and i think there's something I, I'm okay with it. I think you and I have both gotten to the place where, as, as leaders and as pastors, we understand that that is what it is. It's mm-hmm. just the nature of the, the beast, and we get to uh, here it again. It it get to, yeah. We get to. Model. We get to embody. We get to be that person because uh, you know people. People need their pastors. That's right. I need my. You know, I, I we. I felt that in my life as well is that we need people that we can turn to to be the people we understand to be the teachers of, of truth, to be the ones that who care for us during times of need. And we have a particular role in people's. You know, we can still be friends. We can still do fellowship. We can still do fun things. But we are a. We are categorically, uh, again, not above. But we are different. We are set set apart for that. And so
0: yeah and I, I think for for us and and we we both value this it's it's trickier in some seasons of our lives to embody the the value of gathering with other believers and to do so in the way that we call call the congregation to do that we've got to find other pastors to to gather with we we find other communities that understand where we're at and we gather with our congregation, but we gather with our congregation. As the pastors, when we gather with other pastors outside the congregation, we're not those people's pastors. We just get to be brothers and sisters in Christ. And and so we have to – Prioritize that ourselves, yeah, and uh, I know for me it's been difficult to prioritize it in, well, you've in been a years. Little busy, and <laughs> been a little busy, and COVID kind of really uh, disrupted oh, a lot thing. of that too. You know, for us because w- I think mean, we are striving to try to create the situation in which the congregation could gather together, and I, you know I wonder we're as we're hopefully again I say it very. You know, very, very tenuously.
1: Hopefully, moving into a season where that. that well, that's you close. said it very well on Sunday. I might, my yeah. yeah. add that that you know, look if you're if you're vulnerable, do your thing. But if you're out and about. You need community, yeah, and you need to yeah. be in the presence of community. So, yeah. and and I and I'm with you that uh, that it's time. It, yeah. it and and there's not there's no substitute for it. And and God willing that none of the none of the craziness that we've been dealing with for the last two years will be will carry forward. Yeah, not at, certainly not at the level that it was the past two years. Well,
0: and the thing that I think it was interesting that Rebecca did with that is she addressed it and and talked about the, the the no substitute sort of mindset with gathering but then saying if you're in an extreme case you know if you're homebound if you're sure if you're in a vulnerable category you know if there are you know seasons where you know the the circumstances of life prohibit it in an extreme way she was very good I thought about saying there aren't a lot of situations but there are some and we know that you're in some then then you don't just get to throw in the towel. You've got to be more creative, and we as the community yeah, have got yeah. to be creative. And she, she, I think she did a good job about the with the calling and the cards and and letting people know that they're right, still giving there. them
1: alternatives to yeah. th- th- this is the norm. Yeah, this is the this is the norm. But in, in in the absence of the ability to to carry out the norm, do the next best thing. Yeah, Find, figure out what the. I do think she did i loved her story about you know the running communities yes as runners you know we sort of appreciate that yeah uh, the running community and just that that supporting community who cheer you on uh that was a beautiful that that was a great image that she had in in her message and and then i've you know, we've we've heard this a number of times that the cold the cold yeah the cold and message. the cold that cools down mm-hmm. when, and it's, when it's when it's apart from community right. it is it is pa- that is a powerful image yeah it is a simple but a powerful image is that when we and that's what happens? We, if people pull back from physically being present with with community, and this is where, again, I thought both of you just you did a f- fabulous. Uh, I thought it was probably the one of the best. Maybe it's just because I was I was not on duty. Maybe the thing we were talking about earlier. <laughs> it's, it's, but I'm like going, yes, 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 yeah. yes, everybody, I and mean, my Zach and and, and Rebecca, y- yes. And it was just it was such an important because we're we're it was it was coming out of all the distancing and all the separation yeah. and saying yeah, but that's. That's the anomaly that's the that's the thing you manage because we're in this situation here but now that we're coming out of that and what, what we need to remember what the norm is yeah. what the expectation is being present physically present with one another there's no there there is no substitute for it yeah it's not the same and I thought it was interesting that you know she used
0: the you know we, we she and I both used a running uh, community illustration I, I kind of kick it off talking about team unity in my high school years uh, again I don't have any pictures uh, yeah, of me yeah, with bald yeah, head uh, I, I want to see those pictures no, somebody's <laughs> got a picture of Zach somebody with a does. bald head um, I, I was bald for the majority of my senior year actually because of that i actually really enjoyed being a bald person now i doing everything i can to keep the hair hey, that hey, i have <laughs> um but you know the thing that i really loved about her illustration because i've seen it now that I'm, I'm running with my son and we're doing 5k's together because when i you know when i started running i I've, i was a competitive runner so i was running for the front you know i i mean i spent a lot of 5k's um especially local 5k's they they local 5k's hated seeing cross country runners show up from, you know, Florida Southern or or high school, especially our high school cuz we were very good. They hated seeing us show up cuz they knew the top places were going to be taken. I mean, we were we'd go out. So, it was I never thought about it until more recently about what it's like for the people at the end, and that there's still this camaraderie, there's still this this team unity, there's still this this sharing that goes on, and uh, and so I thought she illustrated that just 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 beautifully. Yeah. That now that I see that with my son, who you know he's he's a a, fourth, a fifth grader, and and so he's not running at the front of the pack. He's you know he he's in the middle back, and and yet we cheer for the people at the end too. I thought that was a beautiful illustration. I, it was also interesting that. She, both her message and my message and I felt it in mine and then I listened to hers they were very illustration heavy this is one of the heaviest weeks yeah. illustratively I've for myself and then I heard she did the same thing with multiple stories and things like that and I kind of started scratching my head why Why was that uh, for us and I know for me I, I would love to talk to her and ask her what she, what she felt but I felt like to me people know that gathering with other people is important. They know it. So why don't we do it? You know, why why don't we make it a priority? And I I wanted to illustrate that we do know that gathering together is important and, and make it so painfully obvious to people to say, why don't we always transfer that to the the church? Why don't we why do we sometimes fall into the category of those in the Hebrews ten passage where we make who it a do, habit Who do neglecting? They, they make it a habit of neglecting yeah i mean that, that to me i really want to hammer that this wasn't that they neglected it once in a while and there's always folks that miss once in a while but it's All not right. their habit and for me i really wanted to illustrate that point that one we know this and we value it everybody values it in one way or the the
1: other so why don't we do it well and, and just hearing you say that that's that's you know, the, the things that Jesus taught were not that complicated yeah in this in one sense what they needed was they needed legs yeah so people could understand them and I think that's what you know we just did a whole series on the parables you know he, he he made it as as plain and as i mean as as understandable as possible and i think if you think about it this whole series that we're in now i mean the parables had this narrative built into it but even the series that we're in now I felt that We've been speaking differently in this series yeah. than we have in other series. There's a lot. If we were doing the Book of Romans, we we would be, be a lot different. more, you know, explaining. Yeah. There'd be a lot more to to explain. There's not as much to explain here. There yeah. is there is that, but there's more to illustrate. Yeah, more to, to, to say. This is what it looks like to do the very things that he's talking about. think, and, and I thought it was. I mean, maybe that's. I, I thought it was one of your best ones I've ever heard you. Oh, thank you. Never yeah. heard you speak? Because I think it's because of there's a, there's a key idea, and it's just build it out. In these various ways. you're your, um, was that you talking about? No, Rebecca was talking about boredom versus versus yeah, company. Yeah, she
0: got the boredom versus. Yeah, yeah, because yeah.
1: you know people are like that's boring. Well, it's not. It's not as boring when you're when you're in community. Yeah, and you make it a community. She really talked about the sharing of stories when when all you're doing is just
0: showing up for for an event. You know, a you know a church service, and then you're leaving. You're going in quickly. You're leaving quickly. Yeah, I can see how that's boring. But when you're a part of the community and you're sharing stories together and you're encouraging one another, that's where it's not boring because you're in it. You're you're not just you're there for the worship of Almighty God, but you're there worshiping Almighty God with other people who have
1: stories and are there under and have the same values. Yeah, and and you know and yours were you know of course you had to put up that. Awful video of the of the <laughs> Alabama stadium with they're doing their wave or whatever that was, uh, but that was uh, you know it, it's it's so true is yeah. that you know we go to concerts and yeah. we love that we sing every word of the concert. You were talking yeah. about going to you know concerts and and every word of the and we and just being in solidarity with the people who are around. People you, you. don't know by the way too, Stra- I mean, perfect strangers. But yeah. you feel something and you're yeah. dealing you know you're expressing something in the moment. You're having a moment of unity, which yeah. is the Psalm one thirty three piece. And then you got the the same thing with uh, with sports crowds as well. And and when it's working at its best, when our heads are in it at its best, we are living that same way. And the, all, where, where the focus is on the thing that's happening – on the stage, to use the concert analogy, on the field, in the football analogy, uh, in in the moment of worship, the focus is the same. We're we're looking at that, and we're dealing with, and we're reacting to that, but we're doing it with a great sense of solidarity as yeah. a, as a as a crowd, and we're doing it together. Yeah. And I thought that came out re, re, very very well done, very strong. Well, it,
0: you know, it was a, to me, it was a very important <clears throat> week. You know, I thought the timing of this particular message was was interesting and and profound because you know we're heading into this season of, for us, you know, you've got, you've got Holy Week, you got Palm Sunday, you've got Easter, you know, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, lots of opportunities for people to get in the habit of gathering together. This week coming up, April 3rd here at FPC, we've got a spring festival. So we're trying to get people more in the habit. So there's this, this carryover so that the message was really timely. Yeah. So that we say, hey, guess what? You can start practicing the habit right now. of gathering this week, I mean, and 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 look forward to Sunday, and look forward to the to the to the the Holy Week, uh, you know, starting with Palm Sunday and all the way through Easter, and lots of times to, you know, kind of speed up the ha- the habit building uh, nature of gathering together. So all the
1: timing of it was yeah. really profound as well, too. Speaking of time, I, I did find myself thinking, boy, if I've been one of these people who've been away and just happened to show up in church this, this Sunday, I feel like, whew, yeah. wipe the sweat <laughs> off my brow <laughs> and say, okay, I'm good. He's not, you know, because you were talking about pre- I'm, you know, you're here, everybody, I'm, so I'm preaching to the to the already people yeah. who already un- understand this, but, you know, if, if somebody would just happened to have been gone for a while and they showed up that Sunday, it'd be, ah, that's a good Sunday to well, show
0: up. It was funny because we've talked about this before in opening questions, but but I saw people in the room who hadn't been there in a while. Ah, I saw people, and I'm thinking – yeah, they're probably taking this one personally. Yeah, they're probably yeah, taking this yeah. per- per- personally. but And then there are people online that, you know, I, it's not intended to be targeting people. No, it's not. But you and, and you're I,
1: very gracious to the people online because yeah. there are lots of people online who who have just chosen that this is where they need to be right now. And there's yeah. no judgment there. Yeah. But, but we have talked
0: to people where, you know there are folks that are online because it's convenient, not because it's necessary, yeah. not because they're traveling, not because they've, they're in a vulnerable category. They just, they like not gathering and they've, they, they've chosen that. And it was not a, sometimes you have to just speak straightly and say, look, if that's you, if if you're in that boat, then it's not the same. And, and you're, you're, you're trading in, faithful participation in the life of the church for a spiritual stimulant and that's it you know and and that that's that's not jesus did not come to make a you know to to provide he didn't promise spiritual entertainment you know he promised the church and he provided the church and that's it it, it's not always easy I, i talked about the messiness of it uh, but the messiness is where, and, and Rebecca talked about, we practice in here what we do outside. And that was the same kind of thought process. You know, it's messy in here so that we can practice
1: practice the, the grace. By the way, so
0: that's, that, that would that be, and that
1: was, a, that was such a great point. That would be what's different about the experience of going to a concert versus or exactly. going to a ball game. Is that what is different about the, is, this is that you're not in relationship with those 95,000 people who are in that stadium with that's you. Right. yeah. You know, and when you get into relationship, it's a great point. When you get into relationship with them, you realize that they have, you know, they have children who are doing the wrong things. They have marriages that are stressed out. They have finances that are falling apart. They have, they just have, they have problems. Or they're just, they've just come out of a hard place themselves, and they're they're broken. And to be in relationship with people like that is is a, is a lot harder way yeah. harder but it is the way of Christ and it is it is, the, it is what we've been called to, to be to be a people who are in relationship well it's one of the things that ended up on
0: the cutting room floor is that the idea that relationships in the church get messy because they go beyond the superficial when they go beyond the superficial you find out you know you, you open the closets and you see the skeletons and and they open up your closets and see the skeletons, and and they have to respond with the love of Jesus, and and we're called to respond with the yeah. love of Jesus. But that's so that when we go out into the world, you know the the old the old hymn. How will they know that we're Christians by our love for one another, so that we can practice that love out in the world? It's a lot easier to practice love out in the world when we've practiced it in the yeah. walls of
1: of the, the church with the, with the messy people all around us with the messy people all around us anyway yeah. i thought it
0: was you know good timing i i uh, uh sad that we don't get to hear uh rebecca's thought process because our message was spot on this week let's as bring her well back too. next week we'll, she can, we'll, we'll talk we'll, a little we'll bit get her to
1: throw in a few <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> little
0: commentary but this sunday you you're in classic yes uh i'm in vine once again we're talking about uh, yeah. uh yielding, yielding which is uh an interesting and tough thing for us to do, but and it does require the, the slowness of spirit and the slowness of time to be able to do that well. And then uh, – but it's going to be a great Sunday as well, too. So not my will be done. Is that, is not it, my I'm will not. be done, mm. but God's will be done. That's the hard part. <laughs> uh, but the, but the, hopefully the will of God is that we get to have a spring festival on Sunday after the – We will. Yeah, after the, the Everybody come to the spring service. festival. <laughs> come to spring festival. We've got barbecue. We've got bounce houses. we got games. We've got giveaways. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, we haven't done a festival like this in, in a while. Uh, we've done – Other events, and they've been fun, but uh, the festivals are really a a great time for us to gather together, get to know people a little bit deeper. But but
1: it it was – 2019 wasn't it? 2019 was, last, was probably the last,
0: last uh, fall festival that we did. Yet. Yeah. So we haven't done a we haven't done a spring festival in over ten years. But uh, this we haven't done a, a, an outdoor festivaly type thing in about uh, two and a half years. So it's going to be great to be back to do that and uh, just uh, pray that people will come out and have a good time and gather together and get to know people a little bit better and dig in those relationships. Uh, John, thank you so much for showing up. And if anyone has missed the sermon. For this past Sunday Make sure you check them out FPCLakeland.org You can watch The complete services uh, You can listen To the messages uh, Also if you've missed Any one of our episodes Of Armchair Preaching Be sure to check us out On Apple Podcasts Google Play Spotify Stitcher And SoundCloud Subscribe Hit the like button Share it with your friends It does really help us uh, Quite a bit it Helps out the church Helps out uh people getting to, to deepen their discipleship and it's a lot of fun just to get to sit down and, and talk with uh, other preachers every week John and Rebecca so I appreciate you coming out John glad to do it this week and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing everybody next time bye everybody.